Okay, could you tell us your name and your age? Sarah Elizabeth Clifton, 43. And where are you from? Seoul, Korea. And where does your family live? Maryland, Connecticut. Can you describe a little bit about your childhood growing up as a Korean adoptee? How was it for you? It's hard because it felt different, looking different than my parents, you know, so felt out of place. Can you describe your family life? Uh, did you have siblings at all? Everybody was adopted except for me, so I pretty much felt alone because my oldest sibling was biological to my parents and then a separate adoption, so I'm basically a middle child. My younger brother and sister adopted a separate because they're twins. Um, I'm not sure what city they're from. How were the dynamics in your family? Do you still uh, have contact with them? Do you have a pretty good relationship with them? My younger brother didn't tell me happy birthday and and I sent him stuff for his birthday and he messaged me back either but he just you know he hasn't talked to me for... do you know why you guys aren't that close did you guys have a fallout or... um I mean I saw him briefly last year but he just I guess went through a breakup with his girlfriend he's a grumpy old man he just turned 40 so how old are your parents uh, I just have my father my mother's deceased so my dad's 75 he just turned 75 on the 1st of July. Are you pretty close to your dad? Well, I mean, I message him. Yeah, so closer than anybody else in my family. So, you know. When did your mom pass away? Uh, about 17 years ago on my dad's birthday, July 1st. Was that hard for you to deal with loss? Not really. Were you close to your mom? Not really. Not the time she passed, no. Okay. I was close to my grandma which is her mom. Okay. Could you describe a little bit more about your childhood, not just your family life, but also like how it was in school? Were you quiet, were you shy? Well, I went kindergarten, first grade, second grade, and then we went to Germany, so, but I was bullied, you know, in private school, I remember, because like in my regular elementary school, I remember having friends and hanging out with kids all the time. I don't remember them making fun of me until I went to private school. So I went to, to private school from fourth grade uh, through eighth grade, so four years in the beginning because they didn't really know me and I was new so they'd make fun of me and call me a Chinese pig and you know and my teacher would tell me stop crying and don't be such a baby you know. And this happened in Germany right? No this is Waldorf school is German based. No so in Germany maybe but my sister didn't do so well in Germany but my brother did because he could play soccer. So, but me, no, I don't remember having too many problems in Germany. It was just when I came back, when I was about 10, 10 years old, in fourth grade, yeah. So, have you actually found your birth family at all? No, I don't know how, I don't think they'd be alive, because I think they're in their 70s when they had me. So tried, I never even tried. Have you tried searching for them when you were younger? No. As an adoptee, can you explain how it feels that loss or if you do feel a loss, are you obsessed with finding your roots at all? No, I'm just curious. You know, that's what I was like. I wanted to have my own children to have some kind of connection because I felt like out of place and alone growing up, not having any bloodlines. To me, that's important, but I guess it's not really that important if you have other people that care about you. But I have a hard time making and keeping relationships because of the reactive attachment disorder. So when did you hear about reactive attachment? Did you have like an aha moment in relationship? Um, just going in and out of therapy and stuff since I was 15. 
No. So can you describe a little bit about your past with mental health? Did you always have mental health issues when you were younger? Um, yeah, just throwing fits. I remember throwing really bad fits, you know, and kicking and stopping and screaming and, you know, out of control. And like, And then even as an adult, breaking things because my anger was so bad. But anger is also depression, so people display their depression did anger run in your family? Did your parents yell a lot? My mom would uh, grab my arm and dig her nails into my arm. So technically that's abuse. So, so yes, growing up. So did you suffer from uh, extreme physical abuse? From um, I just, that was just one of the things that she grew up from her mom, I guess, doing or her sisters because she grew up in a family of six girls. So they'd always fight and stuff. Um, so I guess that's what she ended up doing with me and like hitting me. but. I didn't get it as bad as my sister because she would be hit a lot with uh, this fly swatter on her legs or, you know, and I didn't like it so I'd go climb a tree and sit in the backyard, you know, and she'd be dragged to school in her pajamas. <laughs> so it was pretty crazy times. So you said you didn't have a very close relationship with your adoptive mother. Um, I mean, growing up, I mean, but I felt like, like now as an adult looking back, I'm like, I took ballet and tap and jazz and she made me play the violin and I hated it so I threw it across the room you know I felt like she wanted me to be her star Asian child you know make money off me like growing up but you know I didn't like that so I did not like you know it was do you feel resentment towards her a little bit yeah so yeah. can you explain a little bit about how you feel like maybe your adoption maybe affected your relationships I just choose the wrong people to be with like Half the time they're like on drugs or they're alcoholics, been in prison, stuff like that, you know. Why do you feel like you attach to those type of people? I don't, low self-esteem, I guess. I don't know. I don't know. Somehow I feel I can connect with these people, but really I'm connecting with the wrong types of people. But I try not to judge people of what they've done, you know. Everybody else looks upon, my dad does not like that at all. So can you describe a little bit about your struggles, including the depression, and if you ever had any other coping mechanisms such as drugs or cutting, if that was... In high school, cutting. I mean, I started drinking at 17, so obviously drinking is a depressant, so my mom didn't really ask where I was all the time, so I started drinking when I was 17, smoking, you know, hanging out with my friends. I met her in Catholic school, so you know how that goes. Do you feel like you had a lot of love in your family? I mean, it seemed like it. I mean, we went to church as a family. We did family vacations, family photos, you know, and just uh, holidays. You know, Thanksgiving was my favorite holiday because it was always about family. And she, my mom always made like the holidays special, but you know, just later on in life, it just felt like because she adopted another child's before she passed away I didn't feel as close to her that she wanted someone that looked like her you know and I wanted someone that looked like me so that's why I had children could you describe how many children you have two two how is the relationship with them it's uh, strained strained yeah do you think that relates to your adoption uh yeah reactive attachment disorder. I have a hard time being affectionate with my children my oldest says that, she does, that I don't care about her because I don't care about, I don't have any empathy. I don't have it. I just, I don't know how, I can't just get empathy. I just don't feel it. 
would you say you're quite emotional at all? Do you experience emotions throughout your day, like with the depression, or is it like all dull? No, it, depression happens more when I drink, so I try not to drink as much, you know, or something like happens where I'm, like, I'm fighting with my kids, you know, or my daughter's father, something happens at work, you know, and then I feel like it's all lost, and then I just feel like I want to kill myself sometimes, but it's so like, you actually struggle with suicidality I currently do to say? Just thinking about it, but I'm like, then I have to like stop drinking so I don't feel like that because, you know, it, I notice like because if I drink, then I feel more depressed and I think about things more. But if I'm not drinking, then it doesn't really affect me, you know, but I don't know how to be like, I guess. I don't know how to deal with my children's emotions because I don't, I guess, love them enough. I'm not good at that. Do you feel like there's an incredibly amount of pressure being a mother and also dealing with your own issues that you're still trying to? Yeah, making feel like it, I'm a bad parent because I don't know how to, you know, be there for my kids the way they need me to be. Because I can provide them with food and shelter and taking them to school, but that's only the, you know, top of it, you know, they need more than that. And so you mentioned that you said you almost lost your kids back then? No, I did. My my oldest was taken from me when she was six years old. What was your emotions at that time? It was pretty bad you? because after they took her, I found a guy that I shouldn't have been with because he's a child sex offender. So your children were sexually abused? Possibly? No, okay. no, but that was part of it. So I didn't have someone to take care of my daughter a lot. So I found like kind of like random people. One of them was a customer. And then I found out later that she wanted me to be part of her escort service. And technically, I guess she was a prostitute and she had my daughter like twice. And so I went to a counselor and she put that into the paperwork. There was like a lot of stuff against me and then, you know, dating a child sex offender. But this was after they took her already, but all of that went into the paperwork, into the courts, and then they ended up taking my daughter from me. So you say that the relationship with them is strained. Do they have mental health issues too yes, as well? Yes, they definitely do. Uh, are they seeing a therapist? No, because of the COVID, I called the counselor and they never called me back for my youngest. How about you? Can you describe a little bit more about your mental health? Did you say that you were hospitalized? As a teenager, yeah. And I, I think I admitted myself too as an adult. I mean, uh, technically I was an adult. I was like 17, 18 years old. I think I was 18, yeah. Why actually. did you decide to admit yourself about what was going on? Uh, just with my daughter, I just felt like I couldn't take care of her because she was probably like either two or four years old. And it's just very overwhelming for me, you know, dealing with my kids by myself and, you know. So working. right now, you talk about drinking. Is drinking still kind of an issue that you're still trying to battle? As long right as now? I don't drink a lot, then I, I'm okay. Have you ever done illegal drugs or, or have you been addicted to? Not addicted to, but yes. I guess technically if you don't have a medical license, weed is illegal, so if you're taking it. Do you worry about having that kind of stuff around your children at all? Or? Um, more with my ex-husband, but you know, he's more of an alcoholic than anything else, so. Do you feel like you're broken? Yeah, basically. What things have you tried to help yourself uh, cope 
with that feeling of brokenness? Um, just oh. by having kids, but I don't know. Because I felt part of me was missing, you know, because I didn't have any bloodline. So that's why I had kids. So that helped a little bit, but then it's overwhelming when they're like constantly telling me they hate me and stuff like that. But um, just feels so different. So what do you do as a job to take care of them? Just work at Walgreens. So does your mental health ever affect your work at all? Mm, not lately, I haven't. Okay, no. that's good. So as a child, what actually did you want to be when you grew up? Have you gone to school or yeah, dreams I, that you actually had? No, not really. Just, I don't know what to do with my life. I still don't know what to do with my life. Do you feel lost and a little empty? Sometimes, yeah, because I don't feel smart or pretty or skinny enough like other people, you know, or... So you said you've been through therapy. Do you remember what other issues that you guys were working on? Can you describe a little bit why you I've been through anger management twice. That was court ordered. That doesn't help. Okay. It doesn't help at all. Yeah, I've tried meds, but there's just way too many side effects. Weight gain or you can even be more depressed. You know, loss of appetite and stuff like that. I don't know. So do you think if you actually did find your parents and if it actually did happen do you think you'd feel a sense of wholeness or do you think there's other issues going on aside from the adoption no or, i mean just ask about my medical history that would be kind of important i think all i know is that my birth father had depression so that's i don't know i i mean i developed ocd after my first daughter because now i'm like I feel like i'm washing my hands a lot and i need things to be a certain way or i freak out you know, I need my counters to have nothing on them. I don't like anything on the floor. It's like, you know, and I have way more anxiety than I did before. And I didn't realize like smoking makes the anxiety worse, but I like smoking. So you're a chain smoker? Or no, no. I, I mean, I, I haven't chain smoked probably since before the kids. So have you ever been to Korea at all? No. Have you as a child ever participated in any Korean culture things like the camps or anything like yeah, that? Yeah, we went to Korean school when we were small because and then um, like Korean festivals and just going to church with other adoptees. Did you feel like you found a sense of belonging with them when you were younger? Or? Well, well, they were a lot younger than me, so not really. So I was still alone because I'm a middle child, so there's always problems. So, child. are you around a lot of Korean adoptees? Where Not at home, in? no. No, only growing up. Okay. There's very few over there. I still feel out of place though because I'm just so different because I say the wrong thing or I dress the wrong way or I eat the wrong food or whatever. Who tells you that you're different? Is it your own? I just feel like that. Okay, just so having low self-esteem. Yeah. So, for other Korean adoptees out there that are struggling a lot like you and they just don't want to live they find life just not worth it could you describe a little bit more why if you could how you try to help and heal yourself find stuff that makes you happy what has made you happy so far well having pets helps because emotional therapy you know taking care of the pets cats dogs stuff like that finding a routine you know going to work you know, taking care of the kids, whatever. Cleaning sometimes could be therapeutic, you know. Okay, so we'll both wrap this up. 
America. So I guess there was one other question. Have you been around the Korean adoptee community a lot in the past? Or no? no, just okay. in the last couple of years, just okay. joining groups online and so I've only got to meet two groups, different groups. But based off those groups, what would you like to see happen with the Korean adoptee community? I just like going around meeting everybody and just, you know, finding people that are like me, you know, because there aren't that many where I'm from, you know, try to feel connected. Do you ever plan on going to Korea? Do you think that would... I would, yeah, if I thought I could afford it, you know. I'd like to take my kids though too, but I guess technically it should be an individual trip, I don't know, but I don't really like to go anywhere without them. What is your Korean name? Do you know what it is? Yeah, Lee Sang-ok. Lee Sang-ok? Yeah. Do you have any other uh, record? I was born in Severance Hospital. Okay. So do you actually have anything else about your adoption? Of, like where you're possibly from or...? Uh, just Seoul. Seoul. I mean, that's all it said. And then the adoption papers from Eugene, Oregon. Okay. I have a little so, bit. Then we'll just go on a little lighter topic. Do you have hobbies? What do you like enjoying? Arts and crafts, Arts and crafts, scary movies, reading serial killer books. Okay. Alrighty. I think we'll end that here and then thanks for your time. Mm -hmm.